Hello, everybody here. It's is it time to have a little discussion? Well, this is the this is the best community space on Zoe One Three Podcast Radio. So let's let's do and let's do this right now, ladies and gentlemen. here it's ben yuko here let's chill out here let's do this big thing up okay all right how y'all doing today happy new year the first podcast of 2021 on a monday i know everybody is having a great time and a good new year celebration with your friends and family a new year a new way of the podcast I got a little new intro intro to the podcast, so it's gonna be a good old intro. We're gonna just do. I'm gonna change it up and make sure we get our niche of the whole podcast. So, bringing you in, bringing you exciting, bringing you encouragement, and that's what exactly what this podcast is gonna do. So. What are we gonna What are we gonna talk um, talk about today? Well, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna talk about um, first. I want to talk about is the Heisman Trophy. Okay, the Heisman Trophy nominee and who I think should win. So this just came out um, hours ago, like at least four four or five hours ago, and they were talking about here. The Strawberry Field clearly with Danton Smith and Trevor Lawrence on top. So right now the straw poll that they got up here is 66 straw point point first play votes. Trevor Lawrence in second place with 37 straw poll points. Mac Jones 32 and Kyle Trick from Florida 12. Let me let me let me tell you. Let me tell you how great Deton Smith is as Alabama's was receiver. Matt Jones and those two have worked. Deton Smith is one hell of a player. One hell of a great athlete that cannot stop and not stop anything in his way. My goal of seeing this him in the NFL is far greater. Helping teams like Jacksonville. 
because they need a lot of help with receiving, and he could be there, or any other team like the Jets. We can actually get some good receivers over there. The Bengals can get some hard-working receiver. So that's what Ashley can actually go for the next season. I'm so impressed of how we are seeing a great progress of bringing out different things on being a champion. Okay, so having him as a champion is for the Heisman will be a great look for him. So he's the front. So I'm gonna read parts of this article. Smith is the front runner to win the Heisman Trophy on Tuesday night after catching 105 passes for 1,641 yards and 20. Touchdowns so far this season. He leads the country in all the categories. So Smith will be the first wideout to win the award since Jasper Howard, Nerdin, Tim Brown, and about Johnny Rogers in 1970 are the only receivers in the modern era to win this award. In our strong point, as the Heisman ballot players will award three points, the first vote, two points, the second place, and one point for third place. Contributors will grant anonymity in a change of their ballots. So, having him as a starting receiver and a go-to receiver for the Heisman. So, like we said, he can actually probably win, but my pick right now is Mac Jones because of the way he's Good eye contact, great communication, strong work ethic, and having, in a way, to to take extreme risks. And I'm so glad to to see he can do that again on Monday night against Ohio State. And I hope that all gets into everybody's So I'll do a reflection of the Heisman event on Wednesday. So I will be watching it tomorrow night. So everyone will get a reflection on how I feel that that will actually go in place. So my next subject I want to talk about is is talk about um, AEWs. New Year's special. Y'all know that last week it was supposed to happen. This was supposed to be, we will be reflecting on the first night of the New Year's um, um, batch, smash event. I would have had a reflection of the event, but we're going to go over all the matches, everything that's going to give you a preview of who I would think who should win the match. So, the first match I th- uh, we're looking at, and he's one of my 
um, one of my good new favorites, uh, Matt Sardell, that I will be doing a podcast on, before I do that, go into the, the podcast on talking about uh, Matt Sardell and what potential he can bring as TNT champion and as a TNT champion. And so that will be an upcoming series on when uh, upcoming series coming up. I'll do one, but tomorrow wrestlers on the AEW wrestlers on the rise in 2021 series will come out tomorrow after the Black Tech Building series come out. So catch that one. I'll put it all up there tomorrow. So the first night, we have the New Year's Smash, the American Nightmare, where Art and Vince mastered out. I think, I think he's up for the test. And my predicted winner for this event is Matt Sardell. Cody's good, but he's going to have a good workout work. And then he has Art Anderson as a mentor. So that actually helps too. But it's going to be... It's going to be a very good match. And I think Matt Sardell should come out on this one. I think this is like a great, this is a great upset alert right here that I am liking. All right. So the next one is the the AEW Women's Championship on night one of the New Year's Smash. So Abaddon takes on the champion Sheeta. And my take on this one, I think this is this is another upset one. This is another upset. And Abaddon is another one that's in my in my AEW series, which I'll do one for men and women. So there'll be I'm gonna be doing that one. And that's another one on the rise, I think. A lot of people should be getting used to on picking up the steam. I'm bringing up a new AEW World Champion. She has a shot on Wednesday, and she deserves that title shot. So, she does a really good champion. I think she is going to be the winner of that. But there could be an upset. And my reflection of that event... Well, of all, all that will come on Friday, because like next week's gonna be all ho- next week Monday Wednesday are gonna be all hockey related stuff. Night one, New Year's match, Warwell, Jake Hager. Um, I Warwell's got a shot. Another one of the. On, we're gonna see that good match. So. I think I'm going to go with Jay Hager in this match. So, Jay Hager is one of my ones I really like to see more. Jay Hager. John Mosley should be coming back night one. Chris Jericho's a commentary. Snoop Dogg is going to, is going to be in the house. So, and then we, uh, then we got... Kenny Omega, Duncan, or Phoenix. So, 
And that one's going to be Kenny Omega for sure. Ready to win. So that's pretty much I got for the series. So the series series is in in the lock. So my next next subject I want to talk about to is a cyberpunk game. There was a lot of controversy around the game. And so there were posts, there was a lot of big controversy on the game. Like for there was a lot of glitches on it. This is in the game. And there was like the, the lawsuit. The lawsuit was really a lawsuit. So yeah. So now it came out last week that Cyberpunk 2007 investor filed against CD Red. So in this lawsuit, CD Projekt Kit Red is at a catastrophic mom, and Cyberpunk has been on the forefront of the industry scrutiny since its controversial release at the start of December. Even though the game set have already seen it's got investors in taking heavy monetary losses. One such investor, Rolls Law, filed a class after lawsuit before Christmas to recover the damage made by misleading statements. So according to the lawsuit, CD Projected Red failed to disclose Cyberpunk was virtually unplayable on the last generation Xbox or PlayStation system due to numerous amounts of bugs as a result, Sony would remove Cyberpunk from the PlayStation Store, and Sony, Microsoft, and CD Projekt would be forced to offer full refunds of the game. Consequently, CD Projekt would suffer reputation and, and culinary harm as a, as a result of defendant's statements about its business operation were materially false and misleading and lack a reasonable basis of all of all relevant time. When the true details enter the market, the lawsuit claims the investors suffer damages. In the response of Rawls Law Firm's lawsuit, C Project issued their own regulatory analysis say that it will take under the rigorous action to defend itself against any such claims Bloomberg reported the founders cost of mirroring issues during Cyberpunk 2017 release. It's a total of $1 which also negatively affects CD Projekt Red stock. Woo, this is, it's a big deal. It's a big deal. It's a serious, it's a serious deal. And it needs to be taken seriously, I think. I think people need we need to be aware as consumers. My opinion of of that game, I think it's it's just it's it doesn't look it doesn't make a good look for us. So I think that is something that we need to look forward to on investing. So please try to be consciously careful and. 
it looks nice and the graphics, but they should be alerting the customers at the time. All right, final, final, final announcements. I want to make sure again. Please, if you are getting this product for the first time, please, um, please email b underscore uko65 at hotmail.com. I'll be reading all your responses and emails. Please share the podcast around everybody. Share the podcast to everybody around. Because sooner or later, I'll have a website. I'm going to have a nice, nice, nice website. So where I can start marketing these podcasts and having my own website so I can keep things actually in place. Okay? So then... That is it for this. Watch the Heisman Trophy thing tomorrow night. I'll be tuning in. And you know, Black Tech Building Series will come at episode 16. Then we'll have um, wrestlers on the rise too. So stay tuned to all of that. Alright, thank you guys. Let's join the music on the way. It's Ben Yuko signing out. Have a nice day, okay?